Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everyone, to the ins and outs of coffee. I'm Cecily Nipper. I'll be the facilitator for this series, which will be six weeks. And one of the things we do is keep a Google Doc that's attached as a link. You can enter on it within the description each week. And in that doc, we'll put any recipes, any links, any relevant facts. And in there, you will notice that there is perhaps a bonus week with a guest speaker I'm trying to get who is an espresso expert from Italy. So that may be a potential seventh week, but this is a six-week series. And for those listening on ACB Media 5, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, Those who come into the Zoom room, every time you come for the six weeks of the series, your name will go in a drawing. So if you come to all six, your name will be in six times. If you come just once, your name will be in once. And at the end, it will be a drawing. We'll draw with um, draw a number and the person who wins will receive a coffee themed prize. And I'll talk a little bit about that. It is not um, it is not Starbucks again. And yes, I am going to use the name of the national coffee chain when appropriate. I did not do that in the past on this series, but I'm going to. I think it's relevant. We're going to discuss and contrast a number of different both chains and local shops. I want to hear about your local shops. And so what I'm going to do to make it accessible to everyone is the person who wins this drawing will receive credits that they can use to order coffee. And so that no matter where they live, if it's in the United States, they will be able to then have the coffee that they choose shipped to them from um, a shop that I'm going to be talking about after I visit there, which will be in week six. So on that last week, I'll share exactly where the the gift card will be to and the information about the place, because by then, hopefully I will have physically been there, but it is a locally owned place. So we're going to get started. Um, That's the drawing with the coffee quiz. There are a number of coffee quizzes out there. And as a new screen reader user, I had the opportunity to preview a few of those. I found that a number of them were not accessible because they were based on images or the website was very cluttered. But the one that turned out to be the most accessible and the one whose link I have posted in the Google Doc for this call is actually the Starbucks one. So that quiz is... It, you know, you tab through it, select your options with spacebar. It's very user-friendly, and believe me, as if I can use it, anyone can use it. So if you want to, go to the Google Doc, take the Starbucks quiz. I got some help and took a couple other quizzes, and I will share my results after I hear from you all. So the description says, hot or cold, milk or no milk, local shop or national chain. So I want to hear from the first five hands or get this conversation started with raising your hand to tell me how you take your coffee. want to hear some about your favorite kinds to get a sense of the audience of this call and what you like. So as people start raising hands, um, we have Danette Dixon as our host, and she'll be talking to you all about that. Okay. 
Do you want me to give instructions on how to do that? Sure. Okay. So on a PC to raise your hand, it's Alt-Y. To mute and unmute, it's Alt-A. On a Mac, it's Options-Y to raise your hand. And to mute and unmute, it's Command-Shift-A. And on your iPhone, it's to raise your hand, it's under the more options, double tab on the more and swipe until you get to raise hand. And then that more is lower right-hand corner. To mute and unmute, it's the lower left-hand corner. It's a mute and unmute button. And on the landline, touch tone, it's to raise your hand, it's star nine. And to mute and unmute is star six. Our first hand is Lucy. Oh, goodness. All right. So I'm Lucy, and um, I like my coffee black. No cream, no sugar. I used to drink it with cream and sugar when I first started drinking coffee. but um, And I like the darker roast coffees, like mm -hmm. uh, French roast, Italian roast, um, you know, stuff like that. And I make my coffee very strong in fact this one office that i used to work at <clears throat> i used to get there first it was a doctor's office and one of the girls started coming in before me and i said well how come you all of a sudden started coming in before me and she goes well we didn't want to tell you but you make your you make the coffee too strong <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, you guys can always weaken it, but I can't strengthen yours. <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> well, you're you're speaking my language with that Italian roast, Lucy, for sure. Um, yeah. Mm. When you make it at home, do you have a favorite machine or method that you like to use? Well, my very favorite is my French press. Oh. I don't always use it, just you know to save time and i need coffee like right away <laughs> oh yes so, then i'll use my keurig but uh my french press is definitely my favorite machine yeah all right well we'll we'll hope you're back in week four to talk more about your french press versus others because there's a wide variety oh yeah <laughs> all right who all else right. do we have next we have phil jones phil you can unmute wow i came in at the very last minute and here i am <laughs> Hi, Phil. Welcome. The, the question was, what is your favorite kind of coffee to have every day? Oh, I know that. I, I kind of caught on when Lucy started talking. So. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, wow. You know, <laughs> well, I tell you, I like my, I can drink mine black. I drink it with sugar or I drink it with creamer. It just really depends on what my fancy is and what I just I'm in the mood for I can do that, and I like it, my coffee good and strong. And I really like Brazilian uh, Brazilian coffee, and there mm. are some uh, uh, flavors like hazelnut and some others that I that I really like. And, uh, and uh, so you're a little bit adventurous. You're willing to try some different things. Well, that's what I like to do. <clears throat> I like to try some different things because I I think that is the thing to do. That's great. Thank you, Phil. And thank you for being here. Phil is a good friend of mine from my chapter uh, here in Georgia. Awesome. Cindy, you can unmute. Cindy, the streamer. All right. Sorry. <laughs> um, so my favorite is a, a 
dark roast, hot, and black. Uh, and I also like mine strong. So Lucy and I could share coffee. It, it would be fine. Uh, I you ever, you ever use cream or not really? I have cream here. I use cream more on my oatmeal than I do in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> my dad does that. And I use the French vanilla uh, sugar-free. And on occasion, if I make a, a coffee to go and want to feel like I've just gone someplace and bought it, I might put <laughs> some French vanilla in it and act like I'm I'm kind of treating myself. But really, I enjoy tasting my coffee. So I don't like a lot of flavor to it. I enjoy finding something with a flavored coffee that's not sweetened, you know, just has the flavoring in already in the beans. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I'm really partial to, uh, like a, a vanilla or cinnamon kind of flavor. Um, but it's hard to find or chocolate raspberry, Mm -hmm. but it's really hard to find those and have them still be strong. They're, they're usually a medium roast and they, and the flavor takes over the coffee and so I struggle with that I also like iced coffee so I like making iced coffee uh, in my little iced coffee pitcher <laughs> so and again I just like it black so, okay yeah. yeah now I could I can certainly speak to a couple of ideas that came up for me and and then we'll take one more hand a couple of ideas that came up for me while you were talking it is so common that the flavored roasts are medium. And I think that's such a shame because what about it those is. of us who would like flavor in a darker roast? Now, I know you've probably tried um, cinnamon sticks or ground cinnamon in your brew. I've done ground cinnamon. I've never done the cinnamon sticks. And ground cinnamon just doesn't seem to mix in well. No, it doesn't. The The only thing, well, it depends on what, what machine you're using. If you're brewing in a 12-cup pot... And you put the cinnamon into the ground, it, sometimes it, it'll mix pretty well. No? No, it sat in it, and it made it all like, you know how the water will doesn't doesn't drip through as well? Um, it, like, all captured in the basket. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, another thing I've done is, is melted a red-hot cinnamon imperial or two in the bottom of the cup, but it sweetens it, so that's... See there again, mm-hmm. that sweetens it. Yeah, and I'm not wanting sweet. But um, yeah. you also reminded me to talk about some sugar-free options. And that was something that came up a couple of times during the last, and I made some research on it. Which, I like the idea of the cinnamon stick, so I'm going to try that. At, at least it won't make any residue. Uh, kind of has to soak in, you know, it doesn't exude as much flavor as maybe I wish it would but it's better than none got it thank you uh, that's a that's a hint I got from Jane actually perfect thanks mm-hmm. so for sugar-free options there are some great zero creamers out there both coffee mate dry and liquid that are that are no sugar another thing if you want sweet but you don't want cream you can go there's a line of what's called skinny syrup and it's a line of 
of flavored syrups that don't have the sugar that you can, if you could find a raspberry one that didn't have a terrible aftertaste, that might give you some raspberry if you're a raspberry person. But uh, also the different sweeteners that are out there. Now, I'll say up front, I'm a fan of the saccharin pink sweetener that isn't good for you. Um, I have been for years and I still am. I'm, I'm faithful to my pink sweetener, but have also incorporated the newer, more natural options like monk sugar, Truvia, Stevia. Um, for those who identify by what they can still see like me, those are the greens usually in the in the sweetener section, the green sweetener at a store if you see it. Can't stand the yellow. Don't know what's in that stuff. Blech. So those are some of the thoughts. And I love to do matching and layering. This will come up probably a lot during this is that anytime you can layer a flavor in the coffee grounds, if you can find it, a flavored syrup of that same flavor, if you can find it, or of course, mix and match. So like what I am doing right now is a cinnamon bourbon K-cup. My sister found me at Aldi. Then into that goes some bourbon, Jack Daniels, number seven, always. Uh, but of your choice, of your choice. And then a couple of those red hot cinnamon imperial candies to melt in the bottom. And so that gives me, I'm doubling down on the cinnamon. I'm doubling down on the bourbon. Um, I had even thought if I had company to serve it to, wouldn't it be great to top it with ready whip, break up some of those red candies and sprinkle on top. I think that would be pretty. So from the sugar-free to the flavor layering. And now, um, I believe we have one more hand. Yes, we do. Nora, you can unmute. Hi, Nora. Yeah, hi, my name is Nora from Phoenix, Arizona. And I, I don't drink strong coffee. I drink like medium, not weak coffee, but like medium. And I make my coffee through the K-cup Kiri uh, kind. And I like either real, I like regular angry calf and like Folgers or Maxwell House or Something yeah. like that. Classic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like it with cream and sugar. That sounds good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Or milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You. So like that, like that classic. Oh, it's funny you should mention that. That brings back a coffee memory. I, I used to always have it with milk at my granddad's house. And that anytime I drink Folgers with milk, it takes me right back there. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Nora. All right. You're welcome. So I alluded to taking the quiz and it taking me always back to the same place. And it did. I took three quizzes and they all recommended the same coffee for me, which I thought was interesting, which was Indonesia or Java. So as far as there's a there's a coffee origin story in next week's, but this is like a teaser. So, okay. The coffee belt, like you've heard of the rust belt, the Bible belt, the coffee belt is 23.5 degrees north or south of the equator. So that encompasses like if you picture, you know, below, so Central, Central America, down to around Brazil, then all of Africa, which during this class, I plan to experiment with African coffee because I haven't, and I'd like to. 
particularly if I can find some that is sustainably sourced um, by workers that I'm sure get paid. You know, you, coffee ethics is such an important issue. And it's so hard to know sometimes where your coffee comes from. But then that also, uh, so going across, starting with, with the Americas, going to the right. So you've covered Central America, Brazil. You've covered most of Africa. Then the lower portion of India. And then in between, uh, what would be, if you picture like the bottom, the bottom of China, where it goes into Korea and those between there and the tip of Australia is that Indonesia Java area. And what's so interesting about that area is that it has the mountains and the valleys. So if you're trying to figure out what coffee might be for you, it can depend sometimes on whether it's where it's grown, even within the same country. An example of that would be Hawaii, which has, in my opinion, one of the best coffees in the world. If you go for Kona, that will be from the mountain crop. If you get it from Kauai Coffee Company, which I have had the privilege of visiting and touching a coffee plant. And if others have, have visited a coffee plant, I'm interested in hearing about that. But if it's in the, in the lower regions, closer to sea level, it's more what you say bitter. Now, some of you know this and are experts more than I am probably about it, but I'm going to go over it if anybody's new. So if you picture a scale with a line going across on the far right, as far as you can reach, is bitter coffee. And on the far left, as far as you can reach, is acidic coffee. These are not negative terms, bitter and acidic. These are descriptive terms that are used to describe the coffee. So before I go any further with that, let me get a sense if, if people know what they, a lot of times, you know, it can go down to the roast too. So not only the higher elevations are going to be more acidic and lighter and the lower elevations are going to be darker, but also the light roasts will be more acidic and the dark roasts will be more bitter. And we'll talk more about the reasons for that as we go along. But I want to stop there as I see a few hands raised and see uh, what, what the conversation is um, in the audience. We do have three raised hands. We have Peggy. I think that's iPhone Peggy. Yes, it, it is Peggy. Okay. So, so you were talking about favorite coffees. My favorite coffee is uh, Jamaican Blue Mountain. I love, Ooh. absolutely love Jamaican Blue Mountain. I had a student when I was the director at the Independent Living Center, one of my students uh, was from Jamaica and she went home and she brought some back for me and I have just been in love with it ever since. And I was so disappointed when we went on our last cruise that we didn't get to stop in Jamaica because that was my whole point for going because I wanted to bring <laughs> home some Jamaica coffee. But I was really disappointed so my son actually ordered some for me and had it delivered. But I don't drink it black. I, I like it a little sweet but I like it creamy. And I have started using 
uh, coffee mate sweet Italian cream. And it's not really sweet, sweet, but I don't use sugar. Um, and for many right. years, I, I had started putting a, just a little taste of honey in it uh, just to give it a somewhat sweet. And somebody was mentioning the yellow uh, sweetener. <laughs> I used it for years and all of a sudden the taste just went weird on it for some reason. And so I stopped using it probably, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And and I started with just a little touch of honey, and I love cinnamon. I absolutely mm-hmm. love cinnamon in my coffee. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we could have coffee together anytime. <laughs> how do you uh, <laughs> how do you incorporate the cinnamon? Is it, is it cinnamon flavored coffee to begin with, or do you add it in somehow? I add it in. Um, I usually sometimes if I'm making a pot, I may put some in there, but it does tend to kind of. I don't know. The, it changes the texture. I'm not sure that I get all the flavor of the coffee mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I put the cinnamon in there. So sometimes I'll just sprinkle a little on the on the on the top and just blend it in that way. Mm-hmm. That way you get the full cinnamon flavor. But I've never tried the cinnamon stick, but I, I will be trying that because I, yeah, I, I like it. that. And hazelnut is my second favorite. But I all like right. hazelnut coffee. I don't really like the hazelnut creamer that well, okay. but I love hazelnut coffee. Thank you, Peggy. Two things that came out of that for me. One was, yes, if you do sprinkle the cinnamon straight in, some people can tolerate and don't mind the film that the cinnamon creates and the taste of some of the granules in your mouth. I don't mind that. Some people find that, Ugh, I don't want it. <laughs> and, and, you know, that can go back to types of coffee, too. If you make French press, a lot of times toward the bottom, there'll be that sediment. And I don't mind that. But some people like a cleaner cup. And so they might want a French press with a double filter or a coffee method that doesn't allow any of those grounds to slip through. The second thing that came up for me for that is the mention of the Jamaican Blue Mountain. And that is a wonderful coffee. I had the opportunity to have it. The blend that I had uh, was a Jamaican Blue Mountain blend. And if that word blend is there, that means that 10% of it has to be from Blue Mountain, just like Kona coffee contains, if it's a blend, 10% actually from Kona. But the flavor still comes through. But what you probably had from Jamaica was probably a higher percentage of actual Blue Mountain than that. And that's where the where the flavor probably came from, which is awesome. You, you mentioned the Hawaiian um, Kona. Have you ever had the Kona pea berry? Which is kind of a I have not. Tea. Did you say tea berry? Like, like no. uh, tea that you... No. Pea, like like green peas, pea berry. It's kona pea berry. Mm -hmm. It is really good. It is really good. It's not really strong, but it's it's not. I don't know. It's just a wonderful, smooth blend to me. Very expensive, but very good. Well, I'll I'll look into that. That might be a special treat. Um, All right, who's next? Area code four zero seven seven six eight. You can unmute. Okay, um, I'll say good evening to all of you today. Uh, I wanted to mention a couple things. Um, first of all, I I like my uh, coffees with either, um, I'll use either uh, some syrup and then a, a plain creamer, or sometimes I'll use a flavored creamer and then um, just an artificial sweetener. I do like the flavored coffees. Um, as far as the syrups, I use some sugar-free syrups 
made by a company called Tarani. Now, you have to watch if you need sugar-free because they have regular syrups and they're pretty high in carbs. And then they have the sugar-free ones that are like no calories, no um, carbs, you know, and they're excellent flavors. They have uh, chocolate and French vanilla and pumpkin and s'mores and, mm. you know, now are you they have buying that in sugar cinnamon. I'm sorry. Are you buying that in store or are you ordering it or where do you yes. get the trend? Um, I buy them. Well, you can order them online, um, but you can also buy them. I'm trying to think of the name of the, um, the, the store um, that sells them all the time. And I always get the name of the um, store mixed up. I'm going to see if my husband can help give it to me real quick. You know where we buy the syrups. Um, I'm trying to get him to give me an answer, but he's just kind of sitting there so far. <laughs> That's um, all right. That's called, all right. Um, anyway, there is one store that sells them, but you can also buy them online. Okay. And I really do like their syrups. The other thing I was going to mention, two other things. You were looking for uh, chocolate raspberry. There's one uh, made by a company called Van Hoot, and it's called Chocolate Raspberry Truffle. It's a coffee. It comes in K-cups. I don't know how else they have it because I always use K-cups. And um, it's absolutely delicious. I think it has a great flavor. And as far as um, cinnamon, um, as I said, I do use the brown sugar cinnamon syrup from Tarani, but there's also a cinnamon dolce coffee that comes, again, in in K-cups, and it's from Starbucks. And it's excellent. And sometimes I'll have the the coffee and add some of that syrup and makes it even a little more cinnamony. Mm-hmm. And um, sounds wonderful. I think it just makes a great combination. So can I ask what is your name so that I can rename you instead of a phone number? My name is Shirley. Shirley, thank I've you. I've been uh, listening to you um, on the A device, but I called uh, in, you know, with the Zoom call just so I could make a couple comments. Well, I'm glad you did. That's wonderful. I, I have written down the recommendations for the Tarani and the Van Hute and will incorporate them into the Google Doc so that people can go back and look at what was recommended. Okay. okay any any like brands? Um, yes. Thank you. So anyway, I hope you uh, hope you enjoy it or some of the other people enjoy some of these things. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Yes. Lucy, you can unmute. All right. Um, I was going to say that I I have visited a uh, coffee. Well, this guy in Hawaii called it a coffee farm. <laughs> um, yeah, and, yeah. and it was really, really cool. It was one of the coolest things I did in Hawaii. And um, <sighs> funny thing is, I can't remember the name of it. I still have their business card. And you can order their coffee online, and it is pure Kona coffee, and uh. it's like fifty dollars a pound. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, so it's like you 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 really think twice about sharing it with anybody, you know. <laughs> but it is so good. I mean, it is like so good. Um, and that was actually at sea level. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, it, it was it was 
very, very interesting. I even tasted a coffee cherry, which was... Oh, how is that? It's very bitter. Mm. Okay. <laughs> he, he, he warned me. He said, you might not want to do that, but of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So but, I, um, guess, uh, I guess Kona can be at sea level too then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's my experience. It was it was really cool. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, it probably comes down to the roast then, because the Kauai coffee that, uh, no, excuse me, the Kona coffee that I have is um, light roast, K cups, and it is a blend. Um. And most people think of dark roast when they think of Kona coffee, but this is a light roast. This is a light roast Kona. And even though it has that punch of caffeine, because what's interesting, if you stretch that line out again, where all the way to the right is bitter and all the way to the left is acid, the further left you go, the more caffeine content, you would think that uh, the darker roast would be more caffeine, but it's not. It's not. That the blew the me away because that's yep. what he said too, and I'm like, seriously. Yep. The lighter the oh, roast, wow. because the roasting, the more you roast it, the more deconstructed the caffeine becomes in the coffee yeah. until you lose it. So, yeah, <laughs> that's that's always a, a fun. But I'm whoever said I think it may have been you, Lucy, that said they like the Italian. I do too. And mm-hmm. the roasting is a spectrum that we will talk about with a number of different options for roasting you can even roast at home if you're brave but i'm not brave so i don't roast at home i let other people do that for me but it goes all the way let's see i was looking for it all the way from cinnamon which is lighter than light all the way to italian which any darker and it would be completely cinders and ashes we don't want darker than italian roast but it's it's interesting you know, talking again about the Indonesia Java recommendation that these random quizzes gave to me. And they asked, you know, questions like about personality, about how adventurous you are, about how dark you like it. If you like that smoky, bitter, or or if you like things more fruity and plums and peaches and clean and fresh and so that's I think how they make their decision but I have always loved New Guinea coffee and New Guinea is the neighbor to the right of Indonesia so I said wow they they actually got that right I was amazed I I want you to come away from this which I'm going to pull one of the quizzes up I want you to come away from this Uh, thinking about trying something new because there are so many wonderful ways to try. And even if it's just something small, like you've never tried a cinnamon stick before and you try one, you know, that's all it takes to just, you never know when you're going to have something really interesting that you've never tried before. All right. So this is one of those where they ask you about caffeine intake whether you want decaf or like, and that's something I wanted to mention too about decaffeinated coffee. And we're going to go over the decaffeination process either next week or in week four to talk about exactly how they do it, how the different ways that it's done. So some of that will be repeat stuff, but there'll be new stuff 
about um, equipment research that's been done since the last. So if you came on the last and you think, oh, I've heard about that, well, there will be new content every week. And it will uh, be some of what you've heard and some new stuff too. And if you remember what you learned before, you can share and we can learn together. So some people will say, and you may feel this way if you do, that's fine. Oh, well, decaf coffee is not coffee. You know, it's not for me. I don't happen to feel that way. I feel that you may need it for medical reasons. Maybe it keeps you awake and you want to drink coffee later in the evening and you need it. I have found a Swiss water processed, which we'll talk about what that means, a Swiss water processed K-cup that is decaffeinated, that is dark roast, that I find is I wouldn't know the difference in a blind tasting, I don't think, between it and the, and the same bean, which I would love to do, by the way, if I could find. And I was going to do this with Pete's because I believe they do Swiss water processed as well. The Pete's coffee brand to get, you know, for example, if I was going to get medium, you know, if I was going to get breakfast blend, let's get breakfast blend for an example. And then decaf breakfast blend, same roast, same blend, and try the decaffeinated versus not to see. If I could tell the difference with my palate, now that's different for everyone. I mean, some of you, you know, might be more able to do it than others. Um, does anyone drink decaffeinated coffee or have a decaf coffee that they like, that they'd like to share? You can begin to raise your hands if you want to talk about decaffeinated coffee. Nora, you can unmute. Okay. Um, I like Either Maxwell House or Folgers or and some K-Cup, like K-Cup curing Starbucks coffee. That's all decaffeinated. Yeah, pretty much it. Decaffeinated Keurig Starbucks. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever had that. No, it was Starbucks, yeah, Keurig, yeah, and, and it's non-caffeinated, it's decaffeinated. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I think there can definitely be a place for it, you know, just depending on the circumstances and what kind you, you use and like. And this is a great place for reviews. We have a, a K-Cup session in week five, and I want everyone to bring their recommendations of their favorite K-Cup. And if you've tried a new one, you want to talk about it. So that, that'll be a fun uh, little preview and believe me I got some recommendations during the last class and I definitely came away with some new appreciation for some new stuff. Going in a little more into where the beans come from. So let me find my chart here. I'll give you the basic idea. The basic idea of sourcing is that oftentimes, so let's go back to the example of the coffee farms on uh, in the state of Hawaii that some have visited and I have visited. So Kauai Coffee Company grows the coffee cherries, harvests them, cleans them, dries them, roasts them packages them, 
ships them to the states and sells. You can go to the source, see where the coffee comes from, etc. Now you might have another coffee producer that just produces the cherries, dries them, and then sends them to another processing plant. Then that other processing plant processes them into roasts. So they're still whole, but they're light roast, dark roast, medium roast. Then they might go to another place and then be ground. Then they go on your shelf and they're stored. And this is the issue with the larger chains. Although there has been a movement within, especially I know Starbucks lately in the last, I would say, three years, there's been a movement to do sustainably sourced things. So the stories I like to hear is, oh, this farm in Guatemala enriches the lives of the people in the community there by the factory that was done, by the people who work on the plants to create this so that you know where it comes from, especially given that some coffees, only 10% of them come from the home country and the rest is mixed from wherever, which there's different types of coffee plants too, but the most common that we would consume in the States is Arabica, which most plants are Arabica, unless it's something very exotic that you can only get at a, at a place. So that's, that's the beginning of a sourcing story. If you really want single source, it can be hard to find. It also um, keeps it fresh because it's coming directly from one place and there's not time between shipping it here, there, and everywhere, especially once it's ground. If it's ground and it's sat on the shelf, it loses some of its freshness. So that's kind of a peek into the ethics of it. And I believe we have a couple hands. Yes. Um, Diana, you can unmute. Yes. Hi. Um, I just got home from work, so I'm a little bit late answering one of the questions. Oh, go ahead. House, but um, I want let. First of all, I want to let you know that I am so thrilled you started this series again because I was so sad when it ended the first time. It's like I <laughs> talk and hear about coffee forever. So, um, <laughs> so thank you, thank you for starting that again. Um, and second of all. Uh, when, it, when you talked about decaf, I mainly drink decaf because of medical reasons, and I love decaf. I mean, I think sometimes it's, unless you would have maybe like an extremely sophisticated palate, I can't tell the difference between it and regular. Of course, I have drank it for a long time, but every once in a while, I will sneak in a little cup of regular coffee, but not very often. But I wanted to tell you, because of your wonderful shows that you had before, you turned me on to the um, Mods Coffee. And I absolutely love that the one that they have called Tall, Dark, and Handsome. Um, yes. And it's so thank you once again for that. Cause that's like, and I got their multi, what is it, like variety pack, you oh know, my. and I'm still working my way through it. But yeah, I it it's good because you can try different things. And I think eventually I'll get like a big box of just the tall, dark, and handsome. So mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. the oh, mellow mood is pretty good too. But the tall, dark, and handsome is really good. So Thank you, Diana. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming back. And uh, I would say yes, to, to follow up a little more on the mods. Um, I went through a, a decaf phase where I was looking for some flavored decaf and on, I got it on Amazon mods has, and it's, so my pricing scale with K cups is I want it to be less than 50 cents per cup. If I can get it less than 30 cents, that makes me happy. 
And I think mods falls more into that 30 cent range if you get the box of 80, which is perhaps. Yeah, that's what uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you like can try them all. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Cent. You try them all and you find, you know, which one works for you. Like she said, the tall, dark, and handsome, which is a delicious dark roast mod. That's that's not the dark roast I'm using right now for decaf, but the fact that they make so many decaffeinated flavors when so few companies offer variety to those who need decaf coffee, I think is is a wonderful thing. Mods is a great recommendation. I'm glad you reminded me about that, Diane. Yes, you're welcome. Um, and what are you using for decaf right now? What I'm using for decaf right now is uh, Black Knight, as in K-N-I-G-H-T. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swiss water process K-cups. I got them from Amazon, mm. and they, um, they've they been great. I've, I've really gotten a lot out of per cup let's see i was just going to check i hadn't see what comes up here all right organic black knight swiss water processed and right now they're up to 43 cents each now they were less when i got the oh Uh that's for 72 but I I didn't pay I paid a little bit less than that so if, okay. but they're up to forty three cents right now but but fresh roasted organic black night dark roast and they're they're delicious they're delicious well, your other suggestion with the mods was great so I may have to try that one too thank you <laughs> you're welcome you're a bad influence girl <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding <laughs> that's just an example of a Swiss water processed one. Um, all right, which which I'm getting ahead of myself with the Swiss water versus other. So I will pause on that until next week. More hands? Carol, you can unmute. Was that the phone number from before? Yeah, 407. Did I rename you wrong? I probably did. Area code four zero seven seven six eight. I'm sorry, I'm I missed what you said the first time. I apologize. Um, excuse me. What what did you say your name was? My name is Shirley. Shirley, thank you. I yeah, I just wanted to tell you because I was talking to you about the syrups and I couldn't think of the name of the store. You can get them from various grocery stores, but the one place I find them a lot and their you know locations. I don't know if it's throughout the country, but I've definitely um, found stores in Ohio and Florida. It's called World Market. Okay. And um, anyway, if you uh, if you look there or have that store, you know, in your area, they carry a pretty nice variety of the Tarani syrups, both in regular and in sugar free. Okay. All right. I want to get some okay. input Thanks now. Again. Yes. Thank you, Shirley. I want to get some input now on the best way to evaluate a coffee shop. Now, for a while, when I did this series before, coffee shops in my area were still closed. You could go in and get coffee, but you couldn't sit and drink it. And now a lot of them have opened back up in that regard. I have a few different ones that I rotate between, but if you have a favorite coffee shop, I'd love to hear about it. If you would begin raising your hands for that, I will go and I will get, I'll either do my favorite 
of a place, you know, if I have a favorite or if it's kind of new and I don't have a favorite just yet, I'll talk to the barista. And it's hard to do this at a large chain because they're busy. They don't have time. My favorite shop right now is a shop called At Local. Their, their name includes the at symbol, like in an email address, At Local. I guess that's their social media handle. I'm not totally familiar with how that works, but that's the name of the coffee shop. And I was given a gift certificate there. They have live music, but I never go during the live music. I like to go during the off times when there's not a lot of people there. And what sold me on it, there's, there's two coffee shops in the same city square that you can easily walk to from the drop-off point of the bus from go to either one of them. But the one just got busy and they had such a high turnover of staff. It was always young people that were not interested in coffee. They were just interested in a summer job and they were stuck behind a counter just serving you whatever. And it was not what I was looking for, even though they have their own blend roasted for them, but they don't have time to tell you about it. So I go to the other block on the square to at local. <clears throat> Very first time I went in there with my guide dog. We went up to the counter and I said to the gentleman, do you have flavor, flavored coffees? Uh, because I thought I wanted hazelnut. And he said, here's the list. And I said, I'm visually impaired. I'm not able to read the list. And he said, oh, absolutely. And he sat there and read the list of flavor choices um, to me without any hesitation whatsoever. Didn't have to ask twice till we came to Irish cream which is one of my favorites. And so that day I had, I believe, a cappuccino with a shot of Irish cream, liqueur, uh, Irish cream syrup. Oh, believe me, there's plenty of Irish cream liqueur in my house at all times, in all flavors. My sister found for me a, a variety pack of, it was like, instead of the 12 days of Christmas, it was the 12 days of Irish cream. And that was following on the heels of the, K-Cup advent calendar. So my holiday was really great this year between the K-Cup advent calendar and the 12 days of Irish cream. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm still working on those 12 bottles of Irish cream. I did not finish one every day. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are three months later and I still have them, but um, coffee shops, talking about coffee shops. So I see a hand. Lucy, in. you can unmute. You have a coffee shop story? Oh, sure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, when I lived uh, in another city than I live now, um, I used to visit Starbucks a lot. Where I am now, the nearest Starbucks to me is probably 15 miles from me. Mm -hmm. And I, I just found that really weird. But I love Starbucks because they have the Braille... Um, the braille gift cards yeah and but there is a uh i don't know if this is just a michigan um chain or not it's called big b coffee B I G like like the insect yeah b-i-g-b-e-e -E. yep okay okay and um they also you know sell beans and um you know in the different roasts but they I, I like the drinks that they make. When I when I used to work, I worked downtown the city that I live in, and there was a Big B coffee shop not too far from us, from where we worked. And just about every afternoon, 
somebody would go and get drinks. And mm. in the afternoon, I like coffee drinks. Like um, I usually get like a tall, uh, l- tall double latte with a double shot of espresso Ooh. with <laughs> with skim milk because I I don't really care for whole milk, but skim milk, raspberry syrup, and whipped cream and oh, it was like my dessert you know for dinner <laughs> and lunch <laughs> and it was so good but in the morning of course I like just my regular coffee I don't even like flavored coffees in the morning but um a big bee would often do like a, a bogo you know a two-for-one yeah, deal yeah. and it was like yes <laughs> <laughs> that's great and we they they sold of course they sold travel mugs and all kinds mm-hmm. of things but they got to know me because I would go in there a lot too and and uh, you know they would they would be really really nice about telling me the snacks and the scones and the mm-hmm. you know all mm-hmm. everything so yeah, yeah Big B coffee is good real good. Whenever I travel, I love to now I I have a session in this series about fixing your coffee in your hotel to make it good, even though you're not at home and you don't have your equipment uh, or equipment you can take with you as an alternative. But what I also do is I'll take the hotel and uh, at the hotel address, pull it up on Google Maps and I will um, tab over to, there's a, there's a coffee choice. You can choose nearby grocery, nearby gas, nearby coffee. And I think there's one more nearby parks maybe and so I choose nearby coffee and see what there is how far it is if I think I can walk you know does it look like there's sidewalks or or you know and sometimes it's it's hard to know without and sometimes I'll call the hotel and say you know where's the nearest which a lot of times there'll be a Starbucks in the hotel which is great but also if I can build it into a route for my dog in the mornings that's always good especially if we have meetings to sit through later I want to walk like for example some of you on this call may have been there. I know Cindy was there in Alexandria at the last legislative that we had before COVID, which would have been 2020 in February. And there was a place about a mile and a half from the hotel we stayed in. And Alexandria is a very walkable town, especially if you're working a dog that I walked to. And it was a, it was a British style place a pub style place and it had food I, I had um <laughs> I was it was an odd time of day I had flown in I hadn't had lunch but I also hadn't had enough coffee so what I ended up having was lox and bagels so smoked salmon with a cappuccino <laughs> which was the, <laughs> the oddest thing I'm trying to think what that place was called and it's not coming to me just now but that was a wonderful place, and I went back there again the next day because it was this, it's a lovely walk from there. And I thought it might just come up, but it's not, so I don't know where it was. But it was it was a lovely pub, and so I recommend that. I recommend if you're going somewhere, look around to the local shops, particularly if it is a place that sells food and coffee so that you can talk the people that are with you into, oh, we'll just go for lunch, and then you can get a good coffee while you're there, too. If a place doesn't have an espresso machine, then they don't qualify. I want them. Although I say that, I'm just as happy to sit down to dark coffee at the Waffle House. And for those of you who have Waffle Houses near you, if you didn't know, 
You can sometimes ask them, do you have a pot of dark coffee? Because sometimes they'll have three pots of coffee in the building, a regular, a decaf, and a dark roast. I have been able to get dark roast at Waffle House before. So that is an option. While we're drawing to a close, I have one more question, as this is the kickoff of the six-week series, which is to ask... Is there anything in particular you all would like to hear about just briefly, something we can add to a later week? Because if I hear about it now and it's something about coffee that really interests you, then I can build it in to another week in the future and, uh, and we can talk about it. I, I know in the last one, we had a lot of interest in, in the in grinders and, and equipment, and we will be talking about that some but I just want to hear if there's anything in particular you're interested in in the last few minutes. So Nora has her hand up. Nora, you can okay. unmute. All right. Thank you. And well, I'm interested in hearing exactly where coffee and coffee beans all came from, what country, in the very, very beginning. But uh -oh. I heard that years ago, Indians used to make coffee. All right. Coffee, coffee. origin. I'll do some yeah. research coffee on that. Works. Yeah. Coffee origin, yes. The subject of next. Yeah. And also, um, I drink coffee when I go to a place called Wendy's or or a place called my mother's restaurant. Maybe they have good coffee there. Okay. Not too, not weak, not strong, but just right. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, were there three, the three bears? Like the three yeah. bears? Yeah. The three bears, uh-huh. Yep, yep. So, well, that'll that'll fit in great next week. Finding an origin story on on what origins I can find for coffee, because the next week's topic is cool beans, roasting, mm -hmm. grinding, where the beans come from, and decaffeination, which right. Thank you. takes a minute by itself. Thank you, Nora, for sharing. Anybody else? No more hands are up right now. But as soon as I say that, they're going to come. <laughs> always, <laughs> always. All right. Well. I will also say, oh, yep, there's one. Uh-huh. Lucy. Knew happened. <laughs> well, I I wasn't really going to bring, I, my sister used to have a special, I don't know if I want to say pot or whatever. It was a cold brew process. Mm-hmm. Cold brew is one of my favorites. Yeah, and um, I don't know if people are really into that so much anymore, but I know, like, I don't know, back in the early 2000s, I think it was pretty popular. And I never had it or anything. So if you could talk a little bit about that next week, maybe, or something. I or definitely sometime. can. It would yeah. fit in the best in week four when we're talking about all the different ways to make coffee. Sure. Uh, but if 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 I if I lose track of it, they'll remind me because I I always have a picture. No, I always keep a picture of cold brew on in my refrigerator at all times oh, okay. because you don't. You know, it's it's a double-edged sword because you have to wait 36 hours if you want it as strong as I want it or longer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to wait if you've already made it and it's just in your fridge. You just pour it, you know, and, and go. So. I also oh. had a quick, what? Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that's great, yeah. I had a quick Starbucks story and then we'll close, <laughs> which is to say my sister is not a big fancy coffee drinker she serves me coffee at her home whenever i go over but if we go out for coffee the arrangement is she says i'm not paying for coffee when i can make it at home and so i pay for it if we go out and get coffee so oh. we went to starbucks 
I got a frappuccino, a vanilla bean frappuccino. That's what I wanted. And I thought she would probably enjoy a cappuccino because she likes, you know, a medium amount of milk and, and sweetener. And so I told her that. She said, no, I'll have what you're having. I said, are you sure? And she said, yeah. So we got out into the parking lot because the place was still closed to sitting inside, sat on the bench. We're drinking our vanilla bean frappuccinos. And she said, you know, this is really good, but you know, I just don't taste much coffee. I said, vanilla bean frappuccino doesn't have any coffee in it. She said, what are you talking about? I said, I told you you should have got a cappuccino. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> she uh she needed to come to uh week three and learn about all the different espresso based drinks so i want to thank you all for coming on thank you those who are listening on acb media thank you Danette, for hosting thank you yes, cindy for, for sure. streaming i appreciate the team being here and We're going to end about three minutes early, but that's okay. And uh, thank you all for coming.